You started this episode by the press of a button on your streaming channel of choice. The episode, a part of a podcast. A podcast of sound. Uh, it's Fuck, Mary Kill. A podcast of sight. A podcast about ships, ships, and everything in between. You're moving into an episode of both betrayal and loss of beloved characters. You've just crossed into the Fade to Obsidian Zone. What you're about to witness, listener, is the ramblings of three howlers. Skipper and Crescent, your hosts for this show. And the third, Charon, their guest in the sadness of chapters 81 to 85 of Lightbringer. You may continue through here on your journey of discovery, but be warned that spoilers may be contained within. So, continue at your own risk, or read up to this point in the book. What you'll find along the way is that their ramblings will involve violence, death, and strong language. You have been advised. The rest is up to you. Welcome everybody to Fade to Obsidian, your red rising podcast about relationships and spaceships. I am Skipper, joined as always by Crescent, and welcome back to the podcast for the second time during Lightbringer. Another and the, live episode. Another live episode. The only person who has ever done live with us, and you are today live <laughs> with Crescent. Welcome, Karen. Welcome. Everyone, good to be back. Um, you, of course, bring all the good cocktails with you. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go first in what I'm drinking and then you guys can go. Cause I think that's fair. That and I am drinking absolutely nothing special cause I am recovering from food poisoning. So I have ginger ale with glitter in it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's gold. I got some, um, Red sports drink. Let's just say we are not sponsored. Red sports drink. Maybe I'll add glitter to that. And some water. That's what I'm rocking. But you guys created an entire cocktail for this. What do we yeah, have? Yeah, we went, we went hard after it. Um, we they are disappearing. There this you are. cocktail. Uh, it is called <laughs> Eagle's Rest. Eagle's Rest. We've, currently, uh, we're recording this a week and a half before the uh, before the contest is over. Mm-hmm. Currently, we have nobody. Um, Scarlet is very, very close. Yes, with I believe Eagle says, at rest. Yeah, the uh, yeah the Eagle at rest. I think. Yeah, I think that that so one. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody gets it exactly. We'll give Scarlet it to Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah, there is some other. Um, I'm gonna pull it up here there is some other really good guesses happening there is uh let's see here classic eagle or just eagle i guess just eagle i think it's eagle yeah um but then dolphin boy uh Golden chin, but that was in your description of it, so I don't know who yeah, that, thought yeah. that, like, come on. 
wouldn't give it away like that. It's a double fake out. But the lightning, that. that's a cute one for lightning that and is thunder. And really um, Razor Master, Morning Eagle, Blood Brother, or the most yummy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is that, but that's not the name. Uh, I haven't stopped crying about Lightbringer since August. <laughs> that's a name. Well, that may be true. That's, that's one of accurate. the name suggestions? Yep. Mm -hmm. Blood, bloody damn Bologna. That's also a good one. Remaining Honor. Julian. Bloody damn Bologna. If we have more um, Ango. Oh, yeah. Later. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Ango. Turn it a little bit red. Yeah. <laughs> Not a scratch. Eagle one. Or maybe drop the O. Millstone. I don't know. AU. AU. Yeah. Millstone. I don't know if I understand the millstone. Uh, I will be your millstone. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, "Ooh, that's Ooh, a good one. That is really good." Uh, the honor oh. is the last one. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure. Well, they will roll in, but um. This will come out on Valentine's Day, and we will announce the winner when this is released. Uh, so watch. Breaking hearts on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, Eagle at Rest is the closest. But Eagle's Rest, I like it. So what's in it? What's our recipe here? Okay, so we have got one ounce of Wild Turkey 101. We've got one ounce of Lagavulin 16, because that is a requirement. Yeah. Uh, half half an ounce of ginger syrup. Half ounce of lemon. A uh, quarter ounce of Amaro di Angostura. It's like a... It's basically bitters, but made into a liqueur. Ooh, um, And then a half ounce of yellow chartreuse. Which is... Hidden. Wild. Uh, chartreuse, green chartreuse, which is actually where the color comes from, is mm. a drink that's made of like, I think it's like 123 different herbs and spices. So it's KFC squared. Um, <laughs> made by monks. monks. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody knows the knows recipe. The actual recipe. Except for the monks. Um, yeah. And yellow chartreuse is that, but with honey added. Oh. I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know the difference between the two. I don't, I don't two. think it's very different, but it's just got honey added. Uh, Interesting. Green chartreuse is my test. It's like 53% or something. Uh, yellow chartreuse, 43%. This is a nitro-fueled cocktail. Yeah. Uh, we have like three or four ounces of... I think the lowest like alcohol is 40%, yeah. Uh, no, the Angostura is 35%. Oh, oh there you my go. god. So Weak we're giving Twist yet. a run for her money. So you guys um, are just going to be crying gonna use... by the end of this episode. You're just going to be real emotional and real drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Listen, that I wore black. I came anyway. for a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm in the cockpit. Aww. I so ordered that use, shirt today. Uh, Eagle Rare. Did you? Yeah, yeah, mm. we were going to use Eagle Rare Bourbon instead of Wild Turkey. But um, unfortunately, it's true its name, and it is rare. Yeah. 
Aww, it's not very expensive there. when you can find it uh, for MSRP, but yeah, it is nice. tough to find. Yeah. Nice. Well, enjoy. And yeah, we will post. I think tonight you're going to, or tomorrow you'll post yeah, I'm, I'm the recipe. Yeah, it will be, it will have been live for a week and a half by the time you guys see yeah. this. But yeah, uh, I am also, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm also going to make a more accessible cocktail because the bottles for this is like, probably 250 Canadian. So I'm going to make something that's a little, little easier to get into. And I'm hoping yeah. it's going to, it's going to have a similar vibe. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you guys for bringing that. And um, yeah, well, we've got the hardest chapters of the book, I would say. And Karen, you jumped right in. Like, I think you had claimed yeah, this you before. First one. Yeah, so, um, I don't know, like, no spoilers for this chapter section anymore, right? Right. Yeah, you're, you're good. To, okay, yeah, you're good you, to we can talk all the way up to 85. 85. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, everybody, we're listening. We're doing 81 to 85 today. 81 to 85. Perfect. Um, I listened <laughs> to only those ones today, so I couldn't go too far. Um, That's how I do it. I called this one because I was talking to Crescent. Uh, we were out camping while I was reading these chapters, and he had already read them. And um, at the end of one of the chapters, I texted him, fully engaged in this being the Lysander redemption arc. Ooh, and it's, I it leads up so wrong it. so fast. I know. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very much a uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's happening. Uh, and I I thought it was it was chapter 84 i thought it was the <gasps> hanger uh, it was just before and, that. and i was like ah, he did happen and then he was like 15 minutes later god fucking damn it yeah what a fucking twat i were my was my quote actually yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. uh, i've uh i've been thinking that there's gonna be a lissander redemption okay the whole, like the last two books and have been a proponent of that and, so that's and who you are anymore mm. Not anymore. Very not much anymore. not anymore. I was in the last podcast. I had to fake like him because I liked him at that point in my read. Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to pull up what my message to Crescent was. Yeah, that would have been uh, mid-May, I think. Yeah. All right, you. Uh, no, it just yeah. goes. <laughs> Um, I go from, oh, I never even comment on it. Just utter <laughs> disgust and ignoring. Yeah, because I've just looked up the word crescent, or not crescent, Cassius in our conversation, and it goes from me saying Cassius is going to die, isn't he? to the next time I say Cassius yes, is when are we renaming the Cassius channel as Cassius in memoriam? <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, our behind the scenes Pegasus Legion naming chat is just called Cassius, uh, yep. because he was the one who named all of the howlers in, in red rising. Okay. I found it. 
it goes, I say, Cassius is going to die, isn't he? Just when Pierce made me like him. Fuck you, Lysander, in all caps locks. No wonder you were so passionate on Saturday about Lysander being a little bitch. Because that's, we had recorded Cass, we would recorded Cass Bash 2.0. And Crescent had to sit there to us, like, like, Dram trying to say that he has no honor. (laughs) As Crescent's, like, knowing shit. I'm very, very much looking forward to Cass Bash 3.0. Let me tell you. (laughs) It is coming. We obviously have the trilogy to conclude that dram and hydro have agreed to come on it will be one of the first episodes after lightbringer because yeah poor dram poor dram gonna be well poor hydro who is actually like the one who's been in since the beginning but dram's gonna get annihilated so everyone go walk back always been a down ass chick (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh hard these it's a whiplash these chapters it's not just it's not just his death where like and lysanders but you get gaia being like up and down and all over the you don't know diomedes at one point i'm like do we trust diomedes halfway through this like there's so much to this Diomedes talking to Gaia is like one of my favorite monologues there. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um I'm I am in awe of Pierce in this whole section. This oh it's beautiful. Just just so emotional, so powerful. Yeah. This is definitely my favorite like 30 chapter stint of any series. Mm-hmm. So good. All right, well, let's dive in. So we start... Where do we even start? We start on the Lightbringer, we, don't we? We start with the uh, the parting of the shadows. Yeah. So Lysander is admitting that he's a scared little bitch boy. Yeah, he is. For the Moon Lords. But also the Moon Lords and uh, Cicero are also admitting that they're scared little bitch folk. Yeah. Because everybody knows that admitting that you're scared is weakness. Obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. It's never been human. Absolutely not. No. No. I refuse to acknowledge that. (laughs) This is, we continue to go to the, there's no therapy in space. We can't deal with our emotions. (laughs) I did think about wearing that shirt today. So did I. And then, no, I just for a funeral (laughs) instead. This morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh but yeah we get i don't know it's interesting if they kind of go through some of and we talked about this last episode where it very nostalgic back to the iron reigns of before and getting now lysander's point of view of what's gonna happen kind of this follow through this almost ceremony type of thing that's happening um and just the really interesting having Lysander's inner thoughts of my favorite is he calls out that he thinks Darrow's back home causing shit, yes. basically. Yeah. A lovely, lovely example of dramatic irony. Yes. Um, 
And he says in like this first chapter that he's scared of seeing Cassius again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is some awful foreshadowing. <laughs> like good foreshadowing, but awful. Yep. Awfully good. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and then we get Diomedes flying the pr- in. The prodigal, the prodigal son, son returns. returns. Yep. And and they treat him like that, like he is being kissed over, that he has to shove his way through because people are just like throwing themselves at him because they truly believe he died. Lysander, I think, is very relieved at first of like, oh, he made it. But then absolutely flips of our stories are not going to, (laughs) like... Um, I... I don't think I was alone here in in hoping that that was the case. That they weren't going to line up and shit was going to go real sideways real fast. Alas. Alas. No. But what, think back, what's everyone's first thoughts of seeing Diomedes in that capacity? Returning home. Like, did we think this was what was going to happen? Did you think he had made maybe flipped sides what was our i was i'll let you go first on this one sure i wasn't expecting the um the bringing lysander and darrow together that was a a big shock for me yeah um like like it's kind of like it, it fits him perfectly but it's like that that honorable middle ground that no one else would have done, especially no core gold or like anyone else. He just made that decision of, Hey, you both have some stupid shit. You're saying. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. both fucked up, but we can, we can make it right together. Yeah. And uh, like, he even calls it out. Like I am the most aggrieved party here. Yeah. Like, you know, if I can forgive either of you yeah, or both of you, yeah, you yeah. can forgive one another. Um, yeah, I think, I think at this point, I was pretty fully on board with Diomedes. Like there was a little bit of trepidation um, during the the walk to Akari's shield. Um, um, but I was never. I was never expecting that we were gonna have Diomedes flip back. Um, right. He's always, he's been too honorable. He gave his oath, and he he talks about um, in the last section how he's not stingy with his oaths, uh, or he is stingy with his oaths. Sorry. Um, so I I kind of I kind of was trusting. I was very. Very much in the Diomedes is is here for everybody, right? Um, however, I was not expecting him to lead Lysander into uh, summit with Darrow. Yeah. If anything, I thought he was going to shank him. Oh, I was... <laughs> <laughs> Just take him out back. Get rid of him real yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah, but I like how the summit goes down of just at the beginning that clearly Lysander and Darrow don't know what's happening if they're both like checking the bushes and like yeah 
so on guard of like what what is happening like what what's the line from darrow of yeah. if this is what your grandmother looks like like give my regards oh, yeah. to her carvers your carver, or props your carvers. <laughs> yeah basically um that's absolutely such a mint line. Uh, but also worrisome. Because, yeah. like, obviously, I guess we know now about Helios uh, being, or Atlas being Helios. It's like, what yeah. If? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not Lysander. That's Octavia. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> long con yeah yeah i will say that later when we see atlas again i did have that worry because atlas wouldn't meet lysander's eye that i was like is that oh, not that actually atlas actually... oh yeah that was a worry I... to me during this portion i fully believed that diomedes because they both fully love diomedes both darrow and lysander just want oh yeah him to be their friend, like they respect yeah. him that, that I didn't think Lysander would screw Diomedes from this point over. Uh, but later I did have that worry. Yeah. After, after this, I feel like, um, Lysander is very much less, uh, on Diomedes dick for lack of a better term. Um, he, yeah, he's so unimpressed by him having having this relationship with Darrow. Yeah. Um, lesser than. Yeah. For sure. Uh, can we also talk about what's yeah, so sitting yeah, in his, the room uh, with them? Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, yes. Oh, I was just thinking about uh, his quintessential line, uh, we are the shepherds. Oh, which is like we are the shepherds with iron fucking boot heels like, yeah 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 um I like that Lysander is technically truthful with his fear but like at the same time he's very lying and like he fears gold disunity. Yeah. But, like, that's just to keep the hierarchy. Yeah. Like, he just... Yeah. They clearly don't care about, like, human advancement or, like, lack of suffering or anything like that because more advancement has happened since the Republic anyway, for one. Yeah. Yeah, the free market. Yeah. Has, uh... Not that we're endorsing capitalism. But... for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get us banned off YouTube. <laughs> ah! Stuff on YouTube. <laughs> um, it's fine. Um, but yeah, back to your point about what's sitting in the room where it happened. Oh my god, a, a box. Yeah, box. Just a box. Just a box. And I feel box. like. I feel like the first time reading through the moment there's a box, I'm like, dear God, whose head is it in now? And then, like, 
it's one of those like, oh yeah, it's like, fa. Like... Of course it's gonna be fa. But yeah, like still you're like sitting there being like yeah. who's really which it makes a reappearance oh later, oh and I'm God. like, why is this just box with a head in it, like just chilling? Hang on. Yeah. Um. Do we think that the box still had the Admiral Stinkhorn face drawn on it? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't. Lysander's Lysander sitting there being like, "What the fuck." What is, I just what's happening the on the Archimedes? Turned, like, so it's turned away from him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other side is like a smiley face. Uh... Like a really... If they ever do a movie, it's like for Lysander, a really monumental moment when they open the box. <laughs> and then for everyone else, they get to see the back. The other side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's the, uh, the light coming out of the box, but the, the camera is from behind. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so is this the third head in a box? Uh, yes, technically. Because... We've got, um, Iona, uh, yep. Augustus, slash Bologna. Um, yep. but I think Augustus is the older family, so she would have taken his name. Yep. And then we get Fitchner. Yep. Yeah, and now Fa. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I I liked yeah, that it was just sitting there. And then later again, it's in the room, and we'll get to it later on the, in the last chapter when Guy is like hanging out with Darrow and it's just sitting in the corner of like, there's the box. And it's like, guys, like, did you preserve it? Or is it just rotting? Like what what's it's happening a, it's here? A cooler. It's a cooler box. It's fine. Oh, okay. It's Trust like a styrofoam. <laughs> mechanic. I would know. It knows exactly oh. how long a head will keep in a fridge. It's yeah. fine. It's only been like six weeks. <laughs> I don't think it's been anywhere near that. I don't no, think. I don't think so. I think, I think it's, it's been, been at least day. a day? I was going to say like a week. Because they got to like... I don't think so. I, I think everything at this point is way too fast paced. I don't know. Uh, Jupiter's pretty big. Like, but also like... could be real far apart. The voting process... How long did the voting process take? It calls it out of you have this many hours or this many days. What's the voting process? Good question. <laughs> I would guess that it's not that. I think we're like at a week. Because they didn't feel I a threat at that I point. I don't think it's that far. But Atlas and the other people just came back from their mission that was at the same time mm -hmm. as uh, Volsung Fa's defeat. Yeah. So that wouldn't be a super long time, I wouldn't think. It doesn't give it doesn't like an exact amount of time, no. um, but it's basically until Nival Night, right? Which is... I think it talks about Nival Knight being bi-weekly. Okay. Full on present research mode. Yeah. So I also like the uh, this chapter switch in the middle of this meeting where you're getting both Lysander 
mm-hmm. and then also Darrow's impression of what the fuck uh, <laughs> he's just pulled on them. Yes. Yeah, I really like, and I think this is the first time uh, we've had Darrow and Lysander in a true actually talking, not just stabbing each other, not just a light... We brush a past light resistance. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is kind <laughs> yeah. of the first time we get their true back and forth, and having both perspectives in this is a really cool thing. Because we've had it a, a few times with some other people. Obviously, Lyria is almost always paired with someone else with a point of view. But this is the first time that the Darrow-Lysander foils really come together, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Did you find it? Did you find... I did. Novel night occurs every 42 hours. 42 hours. Okay. So. So it could be any multiple of two days apart. Yeah. One and a half. One and three quarters days. You said 48 hours? 42 hours. Oh, okay. Okay. But still. Okay. So it could be a day. I'm just thinking of. So much glitter left in here. Yeah. Like the entire bottom. (laughs) (laughs) we're coming out of the peace talks did we how did we feel about it do we trust lysander at this point caron i think you did at this point i didn't actually oh okay i did not trust him at this point i trusted him after the next chapter okay Mm. um but right now i thought there's no way like Basically, he's saying anything. Yeah, I didn't think that he has yet hit his rock bottom, I guess, point where he was going to see the error of his ways. He was still spouting off that garbage about being a shepherd and being the only right way for man. Like, I didn't think that he had yet his point where he was going to turn around. Okay. Um, And maybe he'll try and turn around, but I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) He's lost. I still haven't. Pierce might still try and write a redemption arc, but I don't give a fuck. Right. Honestly, honestly, I can't see it. I can't see it happening. I there's can't see no it anymore back. either, but there's yeah. no coming back from that. I, I know. He's gotten a new fun gold with honor. Yeah. I know. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yes. Darrow killed Cassius's brother. Lysander killed Darrow's brother. Mm-hmm. Thunder and Lightning V2. I can't, I can't even, no, I can't. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that oh. Lysander, that Lysander becomes love? Be great friends. Best yeah. friends. <laughs> no. Uh, for even okay, even if they became allies, they still wouldn't be friends. Lysander's way too much of a... <laughs> that's like, correct. Um, so <laughs> he's way too pretentious to be friends with Daryl. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true um i i want to touch on their their little back and forth about how darrow says oh, i was i was on my knees from the effort of your betters and uh you know like is like oh i welcome the challenge and darrow's like he's not scared good yeah i, I don't like killing i don't like killing people. yeah uh, <laughs> And Daryl's like, you know what? I I want I want this fight. I want to kill this kid. Yeah. Um, and 
he's like, you know what? F fuck the rest. Like, it doesn't like it doesn't really matter. I could just kill this kid and yep. uh, let everybody else take care of the rest. Yeah. Yep. yep. And you know what? I'm so with him. I okay, so I will say that you're right. Maybe it wasn't in the garden or wherever we're calling this place that I thought Lysander had flipped, but the moment he kind of starts talking to Atlas, I, who have always hated Lysander, thought that there would be a flip. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because, like, even as much as you can hate Lysander, you hate Atlas more. You hate yeah, Atlas you more. You can be impressed by Atlas, but he is a son of a bitch. An impressive yeah. son of a bitch, but still... And Lysander, I think, in these next chapters, really gives us more of a human look into his own being than we have seen prior. Like, he is that scared little lost boy. Like, we get it, especially when he's talking to Pytha, but when he's talking to Atlas, like, he he's backed himself into a corner. He doesn't have anyone he can truly trust other than Pytha. And so because of that, it was one of those, in my mind, I went, he's figured out that the best thing to do is to flip and then work his way out from there. I don't think it would be in a long-term flip. It was a means to an end. But I I had a little bit of faith in Lysander. And I think Lysander, we'll get into this later, yeah. I think Lysander had a little bit of faith himself. Yeah, honestly, like, I in 83 thought I was about to be proven wrong 83 yeah. through most of 84 thought yeah. I was about to be proven wrong it's like we you know we see Cassius first of all uh protecting the low colors again mm -hmm. showing that he in fact the chin the golden chin um killing Strabo taking his armor sneaking in also we find out uh that Lysander may have another paramour. Um, yeah. But I don't remember that. Uh, so there's only two people that have the, the like secret back way oh, in Lysander's room. Pytha and... and Pytha and Horatia. Which is very close to Hypatia, which is like, is that Freudian? <laughs> there you go. Um, but... <laughs> That's a great question. Uh... Nope, it's gone. All right, it's gone. <laughs> we'll come back to it. That's uh, fun. But yeah, like previous to that, so we settle in um, the garden. We get uh, Lysander back on the ship talking to Atlas. And so this is the point I was saying that I didn't fully trust it was Atlas because he's not meeting his eye. He's kind of being a little strange about we're, things. We're skipping though. Oh, you're right. Is yeah, is it Cassius he, first? He goes, he talks, yeah, he talks yeah. to oh, his you're right. dragoons and then Cassius and Pina. Okay. Okay, so and then we'll then, go back. Then, yeah, okay. My mistake. Uh, yeah, so then Cassius, well, which I love that... you mentioned before the Cassius conversation. Yeah. Um, you mentioned um, that he's a scared little boy. Yeah. And and this 
I guess connection with Darrow would be a way out from that because currently like his biggest issue is that fear is making him do this thing that he doesn't really want to do. Yeah. Um, and he has an out now, which is, I think part of the reason why after the Cassius chapter, it's pretty convincing that, Hey, maybe this is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it, it makes a lot of sense for him to do that. And we can discuss later, but I think he probably was meaning to do the right thing until he saw that goddamn box. Yeah. 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 And but yes, yeah, so we get Cassius sneaks on and the we're back to the reminiscing of Morningstar, I guess it is, of yeah, I've been on because Lysander's like, have you been on here? And he's like, Yeah, like these are the exact quarters that I, you know, we watched back the hollows. They drank. And they call yeah, out he, the log of bullet. And he goes, was it scotch? Time. No, bourbon. No scotch. Because it was smoky. <laughs> like, yeah. And actually, that's why, that's why I chose a bourbon. I mean, and granted, just... Eagle Rare was the yeah. vibe. But it was always supposed to be bourbon. And the Because scotch. of that that interaction or nice. like that thought um yeah um yeah he he says he talks to lysander about how the the decor is less spartan uh, mm -hmm. compared to when darrow had it lysander's like oh yeah he would have been here um hang on can we go back to Morningstar? Yeah, right. Okay, but also they call out how like people died trying to get into Severo's quarters mm -hmm. because they've got uh, <laughs> Fitchner's helm there or Ares' helm, I guess. And yeah, that is the real thing. And, you know, um, then, you know, talking about how a uh, Aja and Cassius had to take it from the original owner. But yeah. I just love, I just like the mental picture yeah. of how many people they had to send into Severo's court. Because we saw it in, is it Iron Gold in that Dark they Age. go in? In Dark Age, and no. they go in. Yeah, he's, he's going to appease Glorastes. He's trying to get sardines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Severo would have some. You think he always smells like fish? No. <laughs> um, I really like, there's a couple things I really like about the interaction with the helmet. Um, first of all, Cassius asks Lysander if he's ever tried it on. And Lysander says, no, it wouldn't fit. And you're fucking right it wouldn't. Like, in every sense of the word. First of all, like, gold skull, uh, between Lys- or, uh, between Lysander and Severo sizing. But Fitchner- sizing. Yeah. Even Fitchner sizing, like he was not, yeah, he was Fitch not like a prime example of a gold, yeah. right? Um, but then also the the metaphorical, it wouldn't fit. Um, yeah, like Ares is everything you're not. He's he's all all for equality for everyone. Yeah, he wants people to decide for themselves. Like he's wearing headphones. Good. She just 
She's in the middle of Morningstar. She just lost Ragnar. I can't have her hearing about this. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And then uh, Cassius takes and he, he puts Ares' helm down. And Lysander notes with how much reverence he puts it down. And it tells him all he needs to know. Mm-hmm. And... Which, like, it, it tells us all we need to know, too. Yeah, it didn't, like, it didn't necessarily register for me the first time. But reading it back, um, it's definitely telling. Um, mm-hmm. He, as much as he talks about how he's got all this respect for Cassius in this moment, um, the fact that he's looking down on him basically for for kind of revering Ares at this yeah. point is gross. Yep. Yeah. But then we get Cassius properly apologizing to Lysander for ten years of trying to make him into something he thought he wanted and then pushing him away and yeah resenting him and resenting himself and yeah yeah well and the, also... the I was gonna say there's two call it's right at the beginning Lysander calls out of how much better Cassius looks with like the bags under his eyes from alcohol is are gone like well not gone but better like kind of calls all of that out if he just looks like a better man now yeah he he said that he's um he is no longer rusted iron he has been infused with carbon and is now steel yeah um and he he says that cassius has always been an athlete of rare form but now is like a coiled spring, but also is relaxed, yeah. content, happy. Um, and and Cassius himself even says when he's apologizing, like, I've never been good at being happy. Yeah. Um, so. I think the apology is really good because... Oh, it's a, it's a great apology. Well, like... When you think about it, Lysander was taken from his family. Like, they were murdered in front of him. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't even know this, but he had the memories of his actual parents torn out of his head. He does know it at this point. At this point, sorry. He doesn't know it when he's 14 when or whatever. Happened. When it happened. Yeah. When it happens, yeah. And Cassius is trying to treat him like a brother during the time when what he really needs is a role model and a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Cassius wasn't in the state to offer that, but if he was, we could be at a totally different place right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, and uh, I think Cassius obviously says it best. He, uh, he says that instead of trying to mold Lysander to fit what he thought he needed, that he would try and mold himself to be what Lysander needed. Yeah. Um, 
think that's like what what more can you say and and Lysander even says like you know I didn't know how long I had been waiting to hear him apologize basically um I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a, as much as I hate to say it, it's a very human interaction. Very um, human. And then I absolutely love Pytha's, like, part in this of kind of the family reuniting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that Cassius just trusts, kind of basically knows that it's her. Um, obviously, we've got her voice. He knows, he knows her voice. Yeah, but as soon and as he, he sees her, he's. Yeah. Uh, and how good are his eyes that he can see her reflection in Lysander's eyes. Um, and Lysander says that, like, that's just a thing that golds can do. Like, why would I even, like, yeah, of course he can yeah. tell that. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't be ridiculous. He was looking into my eyes. They yeah. have reflections. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm surprised that I can see that there's shapes in eye reflections. Right. Sometimes there's light there. Yeah. Yeah. Very occasionally. Yeah. Usually Skipper is looking into the eyes of her dead husband. There's no light behind those eyes. Oh! <laughs> wow! For legal reasons, that is a joke. Skipper did not kill her husband. I did not kill my husband. Allegedly. Can't say allegedly. It's a joke. <laughs> If you say allegedly, it's not a joke anymore. It's not a joke anymore if it's allegedly a joke. <laughs> it's allegedly, allegedly a joke. Yeah. <laughs> now Do not kill my husband. Six layers too deep. I know. <laughs> She's even in mourning. I'm in mourning right now. I was so close, but I didn't know how to wear it with the headphones of wearing my widow's um, mourning veil. <laughs> yeah. It's sitting on the. Hold on. Give me half a Are second. I can reach it. <laughs> See, she's wearing oh, pants perfect. I always have pajama pants. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Hydro. Gray sweatpants. I can't wear it though with the headphones. It's not gonna work. Perfect. <laughs> Over in, the one in the eye. Back of the bow underneath the. You can the tell she already tried. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I thought about it, and then I was like, "That's not gonna work." There you go. We're just in mourning for the dolphin. Perfect. Yeah. Use that for the thumbnail, but then don't have it on the rest of the show. <laughs> the rest of the <laughs> Clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get the, the family reunited. We get, oh, now my hair's a mess. Hold on. Um, family reunited. Super cute <laughs> moment of our lost little boy with his two parents. Yeah. Um, also, does, do either of you remember the fact that Pytha's like 50? I had forgotten that. I always picture her as like in her 30s. Nope. I didn't know they mentioned an age, but I knew she was like 40, 50. Yeah, she's like right around that late 40s, early 50s. Oh. Yeah, a, a parent figure, but also like to two golds, so also a slave <laughs> Like, yeah. Um, I don't think that she was a parental figure to Cassius. No, I wouldn't no. say to Cassius. Yeah, no. And Cassius never, like, I 
I don't I'm know. She was always sure getting on his case about drinking too much and like taking Lysander into situations he shouldn't have. Okay. And... Wow. Okay. Maybe big sister. Big sister I would say vibes, big maybe. sister. Right. I always yeah. thought of her as big sister. Do you think it started before or after uh, the dent in the bulkhead where he smacked his head? Ooh. Good call out. I think it's after. After? Like, well, because uh, I feel like she would have had to be... You damaged my ship yeah. being drunk. But I think it also with has to be soul. that she was comfortable enough with him. <laughs> like, it's not going to be first week on the job. Like, you got to work your way into being comfortable enough with anyone, even if it is Cassius, who we know is hero to the low colors now. There's still a learning curve, whoever you are, to... So, yeah. After yeah. would make I mean, sense because we're thinking that, that the wedding happened probably a couple months after Morningstar. We don't know when the wedding happened yeah. exactly. I mean, let's be real. Darrow and a long engagement, not the vibe. <laughs> like how, how they've already had the child at a wedlock. What's the point? Yeah. Pats, you little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, the, we, we, we have no like real idea of how long Darrow and EO were engaged before they were wed. Uh, mm. but based on like everything else in the red culture, probably not long, not long. Yeah. I can't, and, and Darrow loved the shit out of Mustang so much. Uh, there's no way he waited. There's no way he left and went to another campaign, which was probably pretty quick. Yeah, uh, before they were married, though he did have to heal his his right hand mm. at the end of Morningstar. We yeah. talked. We literally talked about this last episode. It's not even out yet, so you absolutely wouldn't have seen it. But we talked about how he hoped that he would have less cause to use the razor in times to come. Mm. He he talked about how he can barely hold a pen, let alone a razor. Yeah. So. <laughs> Not that bad out. Hmm? Yeah, poorly. <laughs> poorly, it turns out. Uh, democracy is easy. Or democracy is not easy, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Breaking is easy, building is harder. There you go. I think that's the... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... We get, yeah, Pytha being also the one pleading with Lysander to kind of do the right thing. Do the so good. here's where I think he's going to flip. Yeah, like, this is me too. As... Me too at this point where I was like, like the family's back together. Yeah. So like, Cassie's had him for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, Gold's probably make memories at like, what, two months or something? But he still had him almost <laughs> as long as Octavia did. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, Octavia got to put him in the chair. Put him in the chair, yeah. Which we hear a lot about I, the chair this, in yeah, this. this is, he keeps going yeah, back to it. About, I don't know about a lot, but, like... A it's couple mentions. Like, it's prominent. Yeah. Um, like, it's... It's uh, it's pretty pivotal it's, in his life, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, he basically starts having a panic attack when he sees Cassius. Um and the last time he had one, you know, once once was enough to get the pandemonium chair. Yeah. And, uh, you know. So, as much as we all, 
I included now. Fucking hate lives better after this set of chapters. Fucking better. Um, he is still probably one of the more tragic characters in a oh, yeah. fairly yes. tragic story. Like, 100%. Like, yeah, we can talk about how, like, the Reds are actually slaves, but so is he. Yeah. Like, maybe even to just as bad as an extent is he tortured and made to fall in line with what Octavia yeah. wants than anyone else. Yeah, he, he's literally been brain diddled. Yeah. Um, shout out, not Howler Pod. As much <laughs> words as and whiskey is Howler good. Pod for that. Shout out words and whiskey. Um, yeah. 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 You bring up a great point that I think there is the Reds have generational trauma. They've got a culture of trauma, but within that, because. There, there's then they can find good moments within that I think Lysander I don't think since I mean a little bit with Cassius we would hope we get the story of him buying all the candy like he's got a little bit of that throughout but he has never with, been someone with, with his yeah Aja Aja a little bit but for the most part like he's never had someone who has true free will uh, as much as he thinks he does, every step of the way is decided by someone else, is definitely a child of torture, of abuse, uh, and then grows up, and Cassius as well, kind of emotionally abuses without meaning to, but mm -hmm. that abuse continues there, and then now as a grown-up, is trying to make his way through life and everyone just throughout Atlantia, through Atlas, um, even the, everyone else he thinks he can trust, other than, let's say, Cicero, he doesn't have anyone to actually rely on. He doesn't have yeah. anyone to make Everybody good memories with. Good yeah. And almost everyone that he thinks he can trust, like Roan, mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> yeah. stabs him in the back, or, sorry, poisons him. <laughs> To his yeah. face and shoots him in the back <laughs> of the thighs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Like the Reds have no idea. Like originally, have no idea that they're slaves. Right. They. Right. They're pioneers. Um. And I think in the same like, it's similar. Lysander doesn't know he's a pawn. Or yeah. doesn't know that he's been fucked with royally uh, until way too late. Yeah. But it's, it's know, pretty they, messed up because, like, all of the low colors have it bad. Yeah. And I would say most of the peerless also kind of have it bad in normal gold society. Mm. Except Anybody for the who's not peerless, for sure. Except for the Telemannus, maybe they're doing okay. But, like, Telemannus the people who are doing the best are probably the Pixies. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer to be a Pixie. Make fun of me all you want. I don't want yeah. any control. Oh, yeah. I just no, want to no hang vibes, out. Just vibes. Yeah. It's great. Fair. So yeah. most of the people winning in the society 
and everyone else is losing to what they could have had in yeah. a different version. Yeah. Team Pixies, man. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Team Pixies. Team Pixies. <laughs> Wait. Team Pixies. Hey, my my sports drink is glittery too now. Because I put it in the same glass. That's actually really cool. Yeah. It's the packs of sports drinks. Mm. Hey! Um, And for everyone who doesn't know, which is everyone except Tower, uh, I'm a huge lightweight. Oh no. Like, literally, he's huge. Yeah, I'm a huge. He's a lightweight. Yeah. Uh, Teron has had several concussions. Yes. Uh, oh no. His brain does not do the alcohol processing thing properly. No. But that's so okay. We've, we've had we've had two drinks. Uh, they're stiff. Get I am, some water in you. I'm tipsy. I'm tipsy. Yeah. Like lightly tipsy. Uh, <laughs> okay. Teron's probably bombed. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> but I still have you know a big giant body, so I don't get hungover. Because Ooh. I get drunk as if I weighed 100 pounds. And I don't. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's quickly get through. Yeah. Back to. T- yeah. Um, uh, okay. So now we get the meeting with Atlas. We do. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. So much is happening on. here. Like, uh, First of all, we see, once again, Atlas is such a careful operator. Um, we get our three night raptors coming in. They're perfectly in sync. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Um, and <laughs> then we and <laughs> then we get then we get the fourth one eventually. Um, and Lysander's basically shitting his pants the whole time. He's like, he knows. No, like no matter what's happening, he he thinks Atlas knows. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. honestly, like I think, sold me a little bit on the on him being being totally ready to flip to the other side. His mm. internal monologue in this entire thing sounds like he's flipped. Yeah, it's yeah. written so well, and it almost makes me wonder that if it wasn't for that thing. And even maybe yeah. with that thing, maybe that would have been a contingency. And if he, if Cassie had, had left, then that would have been a contingency plan. Yeah, basically allows him to actually make the decision yeah. later, rather than having to be forced into the decision. Yeah. And making the wrong one. Like, Lysander could totally be lying in his internal monologue, though, too. Because True. mind's we, yeah, eye bullshit. Absolutely had that before. Um, but like I, I think Lysander has never, he's never really been good enough with the mind's eye to overcome his fear of Atlas. Mm. Yeah, like he is absolutely terrified of Atlas. enough so i don't yeah like i think i think this whole chapter or at the very least most of it is genuine to his reactions um honestly like 
I would be getting myself face to face with Atlas. And like he t he talks about how Atlas's eyes are everywhere, not meeting his, um, and that maybe he knows because of that. But Atlas, we know Atlas has, or suspect, I guess, Atlas has the mind's eye. Um, he kind of says it in Dark Age. Yeah. But, um, you know, so we we kind of see him taking in all of the information that way. But, you know, uh, he's he's always kind of been like that. He's he's digesting everything, and he's not breaking the pattern. Like Lysander says, uh, you know, have have a plan to kill everyone, or have yeah, basically have a plan to kill everyone, and any deviation is basically a a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting back and forth. I think I 100% was sold at this point on how he's treating Atlas, how scared. The fact that he tries to send the Greys away, Atlas refuses that. Like, it's a very interesting setup, the whole thing, of not knowing where it was quite going, what the full plan is. Um, so, yeah, I was so, I was Team Lysander on this one. Yeah, honestly, like, at this point, I was like, holy fuck, is this happening right now? Well, this is when I texted you. Yeah. <laughs> that is accurate. Um, one thing I noticed about this chapter is Lysander doesn't seem to be using the mind's eye. And this would be mm -hmm. a situation where I would have really expected it from him. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if that's because Pierce decided to stop describing it in such detail. Like, we now know he has it. We know some mm -hmm. of his capabilities. It's just a thing in the background. Or if after he learned what Octavia did to him in the pandemonium chair, he purposefully stopped using it. I have another theory. Oh. Okay. Because uh, I have a theory too, so you go. So in, in Dark Age, when they're in the cave, Lysander is analyzing Atlas with the mind's eye. If Lysander's in the hangar, in the actively mind's eye. in the mind's eye... While uh, Atlas is uh, digesting all of this information around him, he'll know. He'll know. That was he, my he theory. Knew the, he knew in the cave. That was uh, what I was going to say as well. He would have. For, for sure. sure he would have known. Yeah. Same brain. We're on so it. So have you guys been using it since, like, for the last couple, for the last couple uh, books, like, since he found out at the end of, I think, Dark Age? Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed him in the mind's eye? Because I don't think I remember anything in Lightbringer. Uh, he does. He does talk about how he uses the mind's eye during the rain on Phobos. Okay. Um, it's not that he's not using it. It's just I think I think he just moment, doesn't use it. I think he doesn't use it around Atlas. Atlas. Was to, yeah. If Atlas was to yeah. know that he was purposely using the mind's eye, it's a trigger of why. But he also yeah. doesn't use it while he's fighting um, uh, Roan in this chapter. Or at least it's not well described. If he does, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I think I it it may just be that Pierce is describing the use of it less because we got the the like really visceral, um, yeah, the everyone's the, blinded scene yeah, the, where the we Sen know the Seneca fight. Yeah, we know what in can Dark happen. Age. Yeah, um, like he talks about how he 
basically is is tracking like Roan's shots and like you know keeping track of where Roan is where Atlas is um he may be using it he knows there's 17 rounds left in his gun that he stole yeah, from Roan there you go but yeah also using the mind's eye for the record Crescent, Crescent is Crescent is always using the mind's eye <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoilers I've been brain diddled um, <gasps> wow shocking um, yeah yeah that, it felt like that yeah <laughs> um yeah no I think I think he's using it when he's not face to face with Atlas um yeah, that's a really but, good observation. But, you know, Roan is Roan is on another level compared to fucking Seneca. Um, yeah. There's a reason he's the most decorated. Yeah, like for real. Um, Gray. And like he's he's close to Atlas. Like, there's no way Atlas would let somebody who is close to him and that publicly decorated. Uh, not be just like an absolute freak show. Well, we learned um, that Roan's used a razor, correct? Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. he basically picks up Lysander's razor at one point and backhand whips Lysander's gun and pulls mm -hmm. it out of his hand. Lysander's like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Uh, this is not the first time he's used a razor. Uh, not not in the least," he says. Which makes sense from one of Atlas's guys, because yeah. oh, Atlas doesn't give a shit about that combat. Yeah, get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so 100% Roan is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Um, Ly yeah, Lysander basically spends the whole fight complimenting Roan. Uh, like... He, he switches between his firearms like water. Um, you know, like no gray would close on a gold. It's suicide. Not for Roan T. Flavinius. The only uh, one faster than Roan is Atlas. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, and then he's like, how many types of ammo does this motherfucker have? Um, but Roan is also fully decked out. Like, and it just goes to show how, like, a fully geared gray ends up losing to an okay yeah. armed but not decked out gold. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, had this, I had this conversation. Oh, actually, I think this was, we were having this conversation last night while we were making the drink. <laughs> mm. uh, how long does fully armored Roan last against uh, an unarmored but razored Darrow. Oh. Approximately four seconds. Yeah. Like, that's that's my guess. Yeah. The difference yeah. between Lysander and Darrow is... Yeah, mar yeah Marshally, unbelievable. Like, yeah, no, there's for not sure. even a comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So we get... Well, there's like battle after battle in this. Yeah, there. Like duel after duel. Everyone's. Uh, yeah, Roan yeah. and Atlas work so well together. Like, uh, Atlas 
right away goes after Lysander as soon as Lysander makes a move. Yeah. Uh, and they they switch while granting kill clearance to Roan. Uh, and they're kind of just back and forth, like covering each other, but also having their own fight. I mean, I hate it, but I also love it. Um, it'll it'll make for a good movie scene. It will. It'll make for a really good movie scene. Um, so, did Cassius end his fight with Atlas on his own? Yes, he yeah. had he had him by, by and, a leash. And Lysander specifically said he didn't think that he could even help. Yeah, he he literally says like I could not keep up with the fight. Yes. Yeah. That I'm walking into, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cassius has got his his armor is eaten away by acid. In part of it, the generator is gone. Um, it's his his helmet's flickering up and down, so he just cuts it off. Yeah. Which, uh, is wild because an uninjured and armored Cassius who is apparently one of the finest Razor Masters who exists, is barely defeating Atlas, tired, bedraggled, and unarmored. Yeah. Yeah, though he does have Pulse Shield. He does have Pulse Shield, but not, like, not Pulse Armor. Yeah, true. Absolutely true. Um, yeah, Cassius is missing his right... Though, maybe that's why. So Cassius loses his right hand early. Of course he does. And now he's now he's fighting left-handed. And that's that's why Atlas got all the shots on the other shots. Yeah, on. that makes sense. Um, but yeah, like Atlas has three big gouges across his chest, half his scalp's hanging off. Um, his all his skin's all blistered because he was he was boiling and he's boiling. But yeah. Oh my god. And still just like going. Yep, going for it. Like, yeah. Atlas is an asshole, but like, he is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely thought he was going to be the big baddie of these books. Like, I know we still have Atlantia out there, and that's who Diomedes calls out as the big baddie, but I genuinely thought it was going to end of Darrow versus Atlas. Because, as we say, like, Darrow versus Lysander at the end of all this. Daryl will destroy him. But, so it'll now, not that these books have to end in ship-to-ship battle. Maybe we do get some great peace talks. Uh, But I can't see a duel ending this book. It will, I think, in my head, the final battle will have to end up being ship-to-ship because Atlas is gone and there's no one really else on the society's side that can meet Darrow in combat. I mean, maybe Apollonius. Apollonius. Oh my god, I forgot Apollonius. No, this this was this was Darrow pre-calories, free Quicksilver's healing. Put out the running stone. He's still described as one of the finest. Yeah. I think before Darrow realized that Breath of Stone existed. The Breath of the Stone is and and he talks about how Fa is like a hundred kilograms heavier than Apollonius. 
when he's in his armor. Yeah. Like, by far the largest foe he's ever fought. Yeah. I, right. I think at this point, Darrow is... Darrow's top of the heap. And Faw's yeah. described as way faster than he possibly should be at his... Yeah. At his weight many yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, then we but got Diamond. I think, he's it, on I our think side. if it was going to be, like, to a proper duel to end it, um, it's Darrow taking on Lysander and Apollonius and killing Lysander just, like, with no fanfare. <laughs> and then having this big, drawn-out duel with Apollonius. I would love that. And then have teams to take down out of Lania. Sometimes, somehow she's got to fall. Or he gets, he gets uh, Apollonius to surrender, and then they take down Atalantia. I, yeah, Apollonius yeah. is such a character. I could see him flipping. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not to theorize. We, we don't theorize here. We don't theorize. theorize. <laughs> it's illegal. Oh, we don't theorize? Okay. We don't theorize <laughs> we here. Don't theorize. We're just throwing it out here? there. No. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, I was just pointing out if I thought Atlas was going to last to the end, and uh, yeah. nope. Yeah, no, I I honestly, until this chapter, thought so too. Yeah. Yep. Cassius gets the big score. Um, yeah. And even calls well, it out after once... 98% of the score. 98%. Um, Cassius calls it out later of how he will be remembered over Lysander because yeah. I, I killed Fear. Than you. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, we'll find out later that probably nobody's going to know that because um, well, Lysander's a dick. Well, just a little bit. Absolutely, they will. Oh, Pytha. Pytha. We love our Pytha. Pytha. Um, but yeah, so then we think we've got, we're in a good place. We've got the big baddies are dead. Lysander switched, yeah. and then we see the bag and oh, the contents, the and Atlas is kind of revealed of, like, did he tell you what's in it, or I forget how he words it, but yeah, kind of throws it out there. you know, get, ask, ask Lysander about the weapon. Um, it's a biological weapon that can end a color. Um, and, and Lysander even calls it out. He's like, Atlas sows misery with his final words. Yeah. Um, and, you know, classic Lysander, um, killing somebody with a headshot. Yep. No razors, just guns. Yeah. Only guns. Garbage. Well, it's not like he's going to be able to beat a one-handed Cassius. It's true. Sure. Um, <laughs> he can't even stand. Yeah. So, this is, like, fucking crushing, because... One book ago, you wouldn't have given a fuck if Cassius died. I know. For yourself, I wouldn't have. I would have. Cared I wouldn't a ton have given a fuck if Cassius died. Like, but then this book really makes you like him a ton. Yeah. Yep. And it's crushing. Yeah. I concur. And like, and, and of course, every single step of the way, it's. Like, Lysander literally calls it out. He's like, in this moment, Cassius is every single thing that I admire about him, and none that I don't. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still gonna try and kill him. Yeah, he really bought into that fucking shepherd 
garbage of I am the only one who can save the system so it's a small sacrifice to kill this person like yeah ugh um uh Cassius basically telling Lysander that he will never get over killing him yes is yeah like that's that's so good. So like, so good. I'll I'll get over it, Cassius. No, you won't. Because Cassius knows he doesn't go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. Your therapy's the morning chair. <laughs> yeah, kind of morning chair. Sorry. Um, he can get his psycho spike now and still be about his business all day. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> actively repressing. Um, yeah, like. Cassius basically, he is, he's willing to lay down his life so that hopefully, eventually, Lysander will end. Like, his, his mission will fail. He, he will not succeed. Um, yeah. Like, the, if something, if guilt has to, be what drags you down, then I will be your millstone. Um, that is such an incredible line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's not even sacrificing himself to stop Lysander from having the thing. He's sacrificing himself to hopefully stop him from using it. Yeah. But doing shit all to stop him from having it. And he knows that. Like, he's not... Yeah. He's not dumb. He knows that Lysander's going to kill him before he gets there. But even, I think, previous to that, in some of his pleas that he used, I think this whole setup, Cassius went into all of it, kind of, with this belief that he might die. Like, you're not going to get onto the Lightbringer without an ounce of this might be my end. But then when he's doing his pleas, and he says, like, hand it to me, basically, I'll take it into Jupiter the gas plant yeah. like i was reading that as like almost a like shoot me into the sun kind of a thing like i will kill myself to get rid of this thing and like there goes there could be other ways to shoot it into jupiter and not need to but i read it as cassius was prepared to give the sacrifice just to get rid of it and then when he yeah. gets to that point of i you're not handing it over well then i'm committing I'm committing to the bit and I'm doing it um, and then charging at him. One might even say playing it the devil. Yeah. Um, so purely not emotionally, but from a pure trade perspective. Mm-hmm. This came out pretty okay for Daryl and the Rising in general. Like, numbers-wise, oh, if we're trading lives, oh. Cassius for Atlas and Roan is a decent trade. It is. You raise a good point, <laughs> as my site said. And a guilt-stricken Lysander. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Like. You're right. I have something to add to that, but I would just want okay. to go back oh, because we we didn't actually finish of how Cassius dies is again with the gun. Oh, yeah. Lysander doesn't know any other way. No honor, no time. Yeah. Um, shoot him in the face and blame someone else. Yeah. That's, he uh, can't shoot him in the face. He's got his arm up. Uh, yeah. But he had 19 rounds of... 19 uh, rounds, and he kept okay. going, and then becomes real close to... And then, which at that yeah, point, Lysander is still questioning close. if he was going to do it. Yeah, he didn't know whether he couldn't or wouldn't do mm. it. Um, and actually, Lysander catches him when he falls. Uh, so he's already feeling guilty. Oh, yeah. Um, We didn't... He didn't want to, like... He didn't. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't want, want to kill him. Cassius. He'd rather that Cassius had just left. Yeah, but he thought that his purpose was higher than his friendship. Yeah. Um. Okay. On a slightly different note, so Lysander digs into the pack that Atlas had. Okay. Here specifically calls out. That Lysander realizes there is a single shot left in his gun. Okay. He places the gun within reach and then opens the bag. If Edme is not in the bag, do we think Lysander was preparing to shoot himself with that final bullet? Ooh... I had not thought of that. Like, I I killed Cassius for the possibility. Thing. He did not know that Edney was in that bag. Yeah. He had a feeling. <sighs> but he did not know for sure. Did he just kill Cassius for nothing? I don't... I think the reason that he had the gun beside him is because he opened the bag... And then he shot himself in the leg, so he was more injured when he left. He didn't shoot himself in the leg. Well, wasn't he more injured? He, yeah, he put Cassius's razor through his uh, chest and on his heart. Um, no, I fully, like, first time I read it, I was like, holy fuck. Mm. Like, he was, he was basically preparing for, if he was wrong, to take his own life. I'm gonna have to reread that. Yeah. Wow. All right, viewers, yeah. let us know if that's Weigh what in. you picked up yeah. on too. Yeah, because that is, it makes yeah, sense he, when like, you spell he, it he out that way. How he thought, he thought that he had emptied the gun, but there was one bullet left, so he places the gun within reach. Like, and yes, sure, it could be that. You know, maybe there is somebody else who is going to come, and I need to take one shot to, yeah, to kill them. I didn't read it that way. No, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, from there we get the very emotional. So we got that, and then we have to flip back to Darrow, who does not know this is happening, and is just waiting for Cassius to come back, pissed off at him that he's disappeared, he was not supposed to do this. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And the very interesting between him and Gaia. So that's what I was going to say of the trade-off. We missed actually mentioning that Darrow gets ambushed by Dustwalkers. At the yes! Chapter 82. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Basically has feels like he's been betrayed. Yeah. And we find out in this chapter that no, he has not. Uh, he's just chilling. Anyway. Yeah. Just he hasn't been betrayed. He's just been, you know, normal adaptive. Yeah. No, it's fine. Regular abductions are fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, and at the end of the hangar, we get Lysander claiming it was assassins. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, he goes... And uh, and talks to... Talking to Kyber. Uh, yeah, and explains it all to Kyber. All, anyone in the, anyone in the kill pool is gone, is about to be gone. Um, go retrieve the Edmi pack. Um, basically make sure that Make sure that I survive. Uh, unfortunate, but you know. Yep. And then actually, and, and he specifically embarrasses the Praetorians. Mm -hmm. Isn't that why he said he stabbed himself? No. Uh, he stabbed himself just because assassins. But he was, he basically went and found these reds and then have these reds basically carry him to the Praetorians. Mm -hmm. And the reds are denouncing the Praetorians. Like, where were you? Why didn't you protect him? He's like, I had to embarrass them. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Kyber. I yeah. I like I like the character of Kyber. Like, I don't like Kyber. <laughs> Though, I mean, I, I have, liked Rome like, for a while too, so you know. I, I really okay, I really like that Roan is fighting Lysander while barking like a dog. <laughs> like that dude is full out full on insane. Yeah. Uh, like um But I I have like the tiniest hope that Kyber will be like, oh no, fuck this guy. Clap. <laughs> Can you so, imagine Kyber becomes the next Roan? Or Kyber flips because Kyber has secretly been friends with Pytha the whole time. <laughs> yeah, love it. Perfect. Don't we don't theorize, though. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you non-Lysander people. Okay. Like, I mean, all of us now, but before this chapter. Um, so when you're reading the parts where Roan is betraying Lysander... Um, do you dislike Roan for betraying Lysander, or do Ooh, you? That's a good question. Or do you do you like Roan? Like, are you rooting for Lysander against Roan, just not in all other aspects? Or I think it depends. I think for me, Go on. yeah, I think for me, it was rooting against Roan because he is directly under Atlas, mm. and they're kind of forcing Lysander to, to do their bidding. Or to do Alice's bidding, because Roan is not part of the planning. He's just the execution. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I kind of enjoyed that Lysander did not have anyone he could trust, but I didn't want Atlas to win. <laughs> yeah. So it's right. a double-edged sword of like, go Roan. Because, haha, Lysander, think you can fucking trust anybody. Um, but also, like, fuck you, Atlas. 
We know you're a bigger problem. <laughs> so, double-edged sword there. Um, but yeah, now we get Darrow hanging out with Gaia. Gaia is like, and also, so the box is again in the corner, chilling. Uh, Darrow's waiting for Cassius to come home. Uh, and then has some words back and forth with Gaia that she's just not having it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she is not down for the rising. Tell you that. Yeah. Um. She's she she goes on like a pretty pretty decent tirade about basically why should a red in the rim who could barely name five moons of Gilliam have the same say in government as me, who has spent my entire unnaturally long life learning social engineering and yeah, you know, uh the the gdp of multiple cities and the the caloric intake and every billion and all of this stuff which like while also being a tyrant but like that's not even what democracy is like i don't have the same say in what the fuck happens as someone who spends their entire life in politics like it's true yeah yeah. Well, but then she goes on about like the code, like what Diomedes has sworn to. Okay, during this part, how are we feeling about Diomedes reuniting with his grandmother? So we already saw them previously. We kind of skimmed over this of when he has his prodigal son returned moment. He he will not let go of her. She's the one who stops the hug. So when we now see how she's behaving this way um, and talks about being the mother of fear, talks about like like having that, yes, I know who I raised. I know what I'm backing here. Did we still trust that Diomedes was going to continue to be on our side or was it going to be a last minute, my honor is to my family? I think at this point I was still trusting Diomedes. Um, yeah, I don't have a really good reason for why. Um, basically, I was just wanting to have somebody to trust. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he had been so, so steadfast in his honor. Um, and yeah, having given his oath to the daughters. I think that was a really pivotal moment when he was with the daughters. Yeah. And like, I guess seeing that they gave as much of a shit as the golds did about Mm -hmm. how society was run more honestly more. Yeah. But, and seeing their confidence in Mm -hmm. person, I think was a big thing. Like, they're not some ragtag group of people like they're crushing it to some extent. So that yeah. probably helped. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I also love though. So we do see the next portion of this as much as she rants on is Diomedes then 
proving himself to our side. But in that, she calls out of it. It was the pink, basically. I forget the words, but it's like, oh, yeah, uh, it's her fault. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of knowing and I love that that like grandma's got an eye on it the whole time of maybe these two are getting a little too close, like calls it out. Mm -hmm. Honestly, Mm -hmm. the fact that Lysander noticed something about a relationship, uh, you know, in Iron Gold. Mm-hmm. I would have been surprised, very surprised, if Gaia hadn't known. Yeah. I didn't pick that up at Iron Gold. I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, he talks about how, uh, you know, basically I see the way Diomedes is looking at Pink. Mm. I don't worry. Cool. Um, yeah. I will say, so while we're recording this, our survey results are still, people can still weigh in. Um, by the time this airs, it will be, I'll keep it open one day. You can have until tomorrow, February 15th, to weigh in. But as it stands right now, the question of thoughts of Diomedes and Ori, love just like or means to an end is a perfect three-way tie. We've got nine responses in. Really? What? Three at uh, 33.3% for all of them. I haven't responded yet, so I'm going to break that tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone listening, if you are watching this on the, the 14th. I agree go way in because there's a few other ones that are really interesting of what people's thoughts and opinions are for Lightbringer. Um, but yeah, I kind of put the means to an end one in as a kind of a joke, but three out of nine people so far. And the, like it's only people are a joke. Oh, oh hate me guys. I love you for watching. And we love <laughs> you for both. Yeah. It could be both means to an end and love, I suppose. Yes. Like, you can have a goal and then also fall in love with a person. Oh. Oh. <laughs> they feel kind of mutually exclusive, though. Fair enough. Well. Like, let's... like so this was the best monologue in this chapter. Yeah. Um, oh. Like, this is where we fully see Diomedes uh, is fully on board with yep. the rising. Oh, 100%. Um, he's, like, quite literally putting his life in Gaia's hands. Yep. And it looks like she's going to fucking do it. And Darrow is blown away by Diomedes. His convictions are... He will not bend. His convictions are iron. Yeah. Um, that's... Awesome. I love that passage so much. Um, and, you know, obviously, it cements... It cements Diomedes for me. And I think, I mean, it's supposed to kind of for everyone. But 
I, I felt vindicated for yeah. trusting him. <laughs> no. Well, that's it on the saddest chapters of the book. Yeah, yeah. It is now novel night. It's time for. It's time for the vote. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts, comments? What did we miss? Cassius. We miss Cassius. We miss Cassius. <laughs> we miss the chin. Posing for a coin. Can I also say that in this, there is people who have voted. Let me pull it back up. Oh, that's the wrong one. Um, one of the other questions is a three-way duel who wins. 22% are saying Cassius. So he's got some votes there. I didn't expect anyone to kind of vote for him. Three-way duel between Darrow Diomedes Cassius. Darrow Diomedes Cassius. Yeah, we, I'm surprised we, by that. We spoke about it briefly. I can't remember in which um, in which channel we talked about it, but someone said in a uh, it was specifically Darrow v Cassius, and somebody said in a duel to the touch, Cassius. But in a duel to the death, Darrow. Mm. I would agree with that, actually. That's a really good distinction. Yeah. Yeah, Cassius is is a duelist. Right. Fluidity and form. Yeah. And and actually, actually Lysander calls it out in, in chapter eighty four, like even injured his defense does not falter. Um but I think yeah, if if Darrow is going for the kill, like it's not happening. Yeah. I don't think we've come across a person who would challenge him at this point. At this point? No. Like, we could say maybe the Minotaur. Maybe. But. Um, maybe Prime Aja. But. Yeah. Yeah, Prime Aja actually at this point might be a good. I don't know. Um, I think. I think Ragnar, if he had. If he had had training, would have killed Aja. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I think I think Darrow with the Breath of Stone I think is so far past like where Ragnar would have been. Yeah, they describe Thaw as pretty much undefeatable. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Breath I think of Stone Darrow throws in a whole other. Yeah. Because yeah, the Willow Way was. Um, Actually, Darrow talks about it in his fight with Fa. Is the the central pillar and the lashing winds. Uh, yeah. Whereas the breath of stone is just constant movement and adapting. I I am firmly of the opinion that breath of stone Darrow kills Primasha. Prime. Yeah. Uh. Same, same you thing. Think? Honestly, I think Lorne was outclassed by Asha by the time he died. By the time he died, but and, him and his I prime. Think, I'm not but him and his prime. Was, I think him and his prime was less lesser than him at the end of his life. Oh, you think? Yeah, because he had had you know a hundred years to perfect the Willow Way. He's still an old man, though. True, 
But in his, guess prime, in his prime, he hadn't had 100 years to perfect the way. We don't know what old men are like in gold society. Like, we don't know. They well, can we, see reflections in people's eyes. To we know at the beginning. Of, like, <laughs> at the beginning uh, of this, it calls out that there is anyone from sixteen to one hundred and twenty going yeah, into this battle. Um, so there is one hundred twenty-year-olds in this. Yeah, and I mean, Lorne at the end of his life was still terrifying to people. Yeah. Darrow drops down onto Pliny's. Um, conference table and you know if anyone comes within two meters of Darrow I kill everyone in this room yeah. and people are killing one another to make sure that doesn't happen yeah. like yeah yeah he's the terrifying old man slag tack terrifying <laughs> them. Um, yeah I don't know I think I think prime Darrow or uh, breath of stone Darrow because I don't know if I would consider Breath of Stone Darrow to be Prime Darrow. Mm. Um, I think... I think probably... But I'm not 100% on it. Like, yeah. do you think there's more steps coming? Or do you think... No, I think, like, Darrow talks about how like he's had surgery to replace the mm. meniscus in his knees like three times. And, you know, he's he's got his broken arm that didn't necessarily set a hundred percent properly. And it twinges when he's fighting. Right. And, um, and it only, um, it only kind of gets better after they visit Quicksilver. Uh, I would say like properly primed arrow is gala to lion's ring. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this is a whole other episode. It's a whole other yeah. yeah. We've like we can have this whole episode later. Yeah. Um but, but fill in the survey if you haven't amazing. yet. Uh message you can email or send a DM in the den at our email is fade to obsidian at gmail.com so that we can have full paragraphs. Send me everything you've ever thought voice in the world message. voice messages here have your voice message. heard okay maybe not hours long messages but no i have to edit that down please don't do that but um <laughs> send that through so that we can have deep discussion i'm not going to tell crescent anything you say until him and salem are live with me yeah um, I mean, reacting this would be great it was going to be good um I but yeah not to do not read the email go into the email yeah and don't dm him dm uh, actually dm first mate. first mate which is the fade to obsidian uh fun second account that we have um yeah it's gonna be good uh so do that in the next 24 hours essentially so I can get that out, or hopefully you've done this previous, and you can yeah, hopefully save my we're life just a little bit. The choir here. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. We're we're next week with Salem to finish yes, up this, and then she comes back. Four whole chapters. Four whole chapters, and then we'll do a wrap up, and then we get Cass Bash, which will more be Cassius in memoriam. I feel. Yep. 
100% Bashing seems cruel. Yeah. Absolutely at this point. It was, it felt cruel to me last time too, but that was just to me. I'm so glad I hadn't finished. You had been like, you gotta read it, gotta read I could not have done that episode in Iron Gold knowing what I know now. I finished it, what, two days after we recorded that? And I was like, oh, God. Like, I understand. Oh, yeah, I don't recall. I don't think it was that close. It was, because it was re-recorded on the May 24th, like, the long weekend. Mm. We recorded the Friday, and then I think it was the Sunday, Monday I had off. Yeah, so definitely on the Monday is when I finished it, so. Yeah, it was. Like, even then, you would have known that Cassius saved Darrow. At the end of Dark Age. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. That'd I can still make fun of him. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? But he's eating it for himself at that point. Uh, exactly. And actually, at that point, I had read the beginning of Lightbringer. So I knew that Cassius was like kicking around getting them helium and stuff and like abandoned them on the moon and then left. And like, what? what's his motives in this? I don't know. So yeah, if he's secretly working for his mother, he brings home uh Bologna helium. Yep. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Oh, All so right. Now, turns out. Turns out. <laughs> Maybe Thank he'll you, come back everybody. again. Is 18 shots too much? Can't come back from that. <laughs> uh ask you on your 21st birthday, I guess. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. I was doing jello shots on my 21st birthday. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I think everyone does that on their mm. 21st birthday, yeah. though. So that's... Uh, my <laughs> friend's 21st birthday, I did 23 shots of tequila on his 21st oh, birthday. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. That's, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> I don't touch tequila now. Yeah, and on that, note, like death. Yeah. on that note, on that note, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you join everybody the... for joining us. Yes, join the den. Join, the den, join out... our Patreon. Yeah, check out howlerhollow.net. Check out Jess Lost in Books on Etsy. Check out Redbubble.com/shop/fade2obsidian or just search Fade to Obsidian on Redbubble. It's a lot easier. Um, it is. Yep. There's so much stuff. So much. You can get most of our designs on pretty much anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for watching. Right. Thanks for Thanks, listening. Thanks, guys. We love our we love our audio only listeners too. We do. We do love you, even though we make fun of you. We do love you all. <laughs> That's because you're just all not right. looking at our faces. Yeah. Um, and to everyone who puts me on double speed and then complains that I'm a fast talker, this is for you. Uh, <laughs> We've never talked so fast in our lives. <laughs> we should try and do an episode as double speed. It's never oh going to work, but still. <laughs> Make a script ahead of time and then just talk as fast as you can while you read it. I'll just edit it so it's already double time and then they can't oh complain God. when it's. <laughs> yeah, do it. Just blow their minds. <laughs> All right. Four Thank years. you, Garon, for joining us and for both of you making a Bye delicious beer. cocktail. Um, yeah. See y'all next week. Bye.